1: It's time for the B-A-Q-A, the B-A-Q-A, okay, the B-A-Q-A, and we're back, we're back with the B-A-Q-A, okay, it is time for the B-A, Brown Ambition, Q-A, question and answer, so remember, we're not your financial advisors, we're not financial planners, we're not your lawyer, we're not your insurance agent. We're just two girls chatting on a mic, and that we're not giving advice. We're merely answering questions that of how we might manage, and then you have to make the best choice for yourself. But always lean into your the people that you pay for financial advice. Okay, okay, we've got two great listener questions. If you have questions, though, you can always submit them to us. We are Brown Ambition Podcast on Instagram. Um, the BA Podcast on Twitter, which is probably not ideal, but Instagram. And then you can send us an email at brownambitionpodcast at com, or go to com and click, click Ask Us Anything. So yeah, let's get into our questions. Yeah, I'm excited about these. So our first question comes from
0: listener Janelle, and she has a question about some student loan debt, one of our favorite topics. All righty. So she says her question is specifically about Navient and student loans. So she says, I recently got an offer from Navient from Navient Refi to refinance my student loans. I have two private loans and one federal loan that's currently being serviced by Navient. My federal loan is the biggest chunk of my debt. It's $35,000. I know that Navient is ending their contract with the government, and I already printed out my payment history and loan details, even though no one has reached out to me about who the new servicer will be after their contract ends. My question is, am I in danger of losing my protection with public service loan forgiveness if I refinance my federal student loans with Navient for all my loans similar as if I had refinanced them with SoFi? I just want to lower interest rate because I'm tired of paying so much money to student loans. But I also don't want to lose my protections if the worst case scenario is I lost my job or hit hard times and I needed some assistance or deferment
1: or forbearance. Janelle. Janelle. Quick answer. Yes. <laughs> so here's yes the, here's <laughs> the conundrum, right, that Janelle has. And many of you might be feeling this too. Janelle has two types of loans. She's got private student loans. And she's got federal student loans. Now, I want you to think of private student loans. Just call it loan, meaning it's similar to a car loan. It's similar to a, a home loan. Like you just owed them people. There's really no... If, if something happens, there's no federal protection. So we all are very familiar now with the moratorium that happened when you know everything happened with COVID and, and quarantine, that the federal government was able to say with federal-backed loans, whether you had a FHA, like a FHA-like loan for your home or whatever, or uh, like a, a VA loan for your home or student loans that were federally backed, they have control of the money they lend out to say, you know what? Actually, don't pay me right now. Things are rough. The federal government has control to do that. The federal government cannot tell private entities to do that. It cannot tell the regular people that you owe. Hey, can you let um Janelle know she doesn't have to pay? No. So what Janelle is struggling with is that Janelle refinancing your private loans that's fine because you don't have those protections anyway. Get your lower interest rate for those, sis. But I know that's not where the chunk of what you owe is. You really want to try to, you're trying to lower the interest rate on your federal student loans and you can refinance them, but you will lose the federal protection because you you cannot refinance federal student loans with the federal government. They don't refinance. You would have to refinance them with a private company, therefore taking them away from the federal government protection and going with a private company. So you have to ask yourself: Do what's worth it? Is it worth to, worth it to me to lose the protection in order to get a lower interest rate? I, I I can't make that choice for you, but I just want you to know that those are your choices. I tend to lean toward make telling people like uh, especially now. Like if something does happen to your job, you would lose the ability to do forbearment, forbearment, forbearance, or from a deferment. That you know, I I really don't like refinancing out of federal student loans unless I'm pretty certain that I'm gonna be able to 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 to, to be able to pay, and and nothing's gonna happen to the way I make money. But you know, there's no way to know for sure. So just know that yes, refinancing your federal student loans means you will lose the the, the federal um, protection.
0: Yep. A thousand percent. I have barely anything to add (laughs) other than the fact that one part I left out, I just realized was that she says she's planning to pay off one of her private loans by the end of this year. So congrats on that. Yeah. 700 bucks left that's amazing. And the other private loan is only $5,600. I mean, I'm saying only, that's a lot of money at 9%. But that, you know, see how you feel once you pay off that last loan, that $5,600 one at 9%. See how you feel. um, If you can refinance that one and get that paid off, see how you feel then about your federal student loans. But for now, I would just rock with them um, and focus on those private loans and then see how you feel later and how your finances are looking. And it doesn't like just because... You can save money by fi- refinancing like that opportunity is not going anywhere. As far as I'm, con- you know, as far as I know, you will be able to refinance in the future if you decide to. It's not like a um, a one and done opportunity. Banks will always be trying to get your money. OK, <laughs> so um, don't be too hard on yourself on rushing into a decision right now. That's all I would add. OK. okay. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. All right. Question two.
1: Do you want to read this one? Sure. This is a shorty. Hello, I'm a nurse and I've worked for a country. Okay. Hello, I'm a nurse and I've worked for a county hospital for over half of my 18 year nursing career. Oh, I love nurses. My mom was a nurse. I currently pay into a pension plan. That's awesome. But But I have paid into social security in the past. Will I be able to receive my pension and social security benefits when I retire? Anonymous in Texas. Hey, Texas. Hey there.
0: That's why when you said country hospital, I was like, maybe it is a country hospital. (laughs) County. County. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for your service. I mean, nurses don't get enough love, I feel like. Yes. Yeah, I I see no reason. And listen, again, financial experts, I am not, or we are not. But um, yes, I believe you should have no problem getting your pension and your social security you know, I think as if you're working on through a regular, you know, nine to five job and you're paying, you're, you're paying your payroll taxes, FICA, mm-hmm. which is what does FICA stand for? I know it's Social Security, Medicare, and federal income taxes, right? Mm-hmm. Those things. It's like the however many percent, 6% of your paycheck that goes toward those, um, those taxes. Part of that is Social Security. So you should have been paying into that benefit and- Absolutely. The best way to know, actually, it sounds like you might be nearing retirement, but if you actually go to ssa.gov and log in or create an account, they should actually be able to give you a a sense of how much they can even estimate your benefit when you retire, um, I believe. So go and go to ssa.gov. That would be my advice and and see what information you can find through your account
1: there. And just so you know, like I, I, I hear what you're doing and what you've written us um Texas is that you think you're thinking to yourself because I pay into pension that I must not be paying to social security. That's not true. Like um, if you go like, if, like I'm on the, the government website right now and it's like basically nearly every American worker as well as their employer is required to pay into social security and Medicare taxes. It's just taken out of your check. You might have not noticed. Um, Inclusive if, if you're self-employed. So just because you're paying into your pension, it doesn't mean that you're not paying into your social security. You are, you know, especially as a nurse, you, they're, you know you work for a public entity at that like you're paying into social security and it's two separate things like you know your your pension plan is separate from your from your social security so i mean you to mandy's point go to that website to to absolutely make sure but um i'm probably like 98.9% sure that you are paying into social security and not even recognizing it so you going to be good texas
0: well thank <laughs> you for your question though all right that is the baqa like tiff said at the top of the show feel free to send us your questions. We are brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com or you can also DM us on the gram. We are at brownambitionpodcast. Yes.
1: We love your questions.
0: Until next Friday.
1: (laughs) All right, y'all.